Hello everyone and welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, aka Phantasma Blooms, and I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the Observatorium. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. Now, before I get started in here today, first and foremost, I really want to say that this will probably be a shorter episode, mainly because this is going to be kind of different from the past podcast that we've done. You know, in the past couple of weeks, we've talked about, you know, how to stop being the therapist friend, the things I've learned from my parents' passings, and, you know, being able to take a break from anything and just reviving yourself. This one's going to be more of an opinion piece, <laughs> because straight out, all right, I am upset with the direction that Twitter is going. I'm just going to declare that right now, because it's not even Twitter anymore. It's X, and that's just the stupidest thing. So no, I'm just giving you all the heads up right now. It's a shorter episode because you're going to get a taste of, you know, the cybersecurity, you know, IT plumes that everybody knows, but... Also, I'm about to be salty as fuck. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm just giving you that warning now. If you're looking for a feel-good podcast, you know, or a feel-good podcast episode, maybe skip this one. I'm going to be cracking jokes. I'm going to be talking shit about Elon Musk. If that's your kind of thing, Ayo, stick around because we're going to have fun. But no, dude, all right. The reason I wanted to talk about this is because I wanted to start a conversation I wanted to start a conversation as to where you guys want to see me go. Because in the past, alright, primarily, I've always said I'm on Twitter, I'm on YouTube, I'm on TikTok. Like, I'm on a bunch of different social medias. I'm on Wisdom, not really. Like, but with the way Twitter is going, and the way I see Twitter changing, I just don't want to continue to back it. Now, I want to go over, you know, the pros and cons of what good old musky boy could do. And I also want to go over, like, some of the major changes that have kind of turned me off from the platform. But I've been kind of working for the past couple of weeks, months, really a month or so, on getting my HTML certification. All right? When I have free time at work, which isn't always often, and whenever my brain is like, yes, I'm ready to do coding, I go in and I am hard at learning these lessons, just trying to figure out how I can build the best website I can. Because idealistically, at the end of the day, once everything's said and done, I want to have my own website. I've talked about this before in the past. And... I like in my head I see it as part blog, part, you know, content feed and part, you know, shenanigans in the middle. You know, I want to be able to go through and so like when you're designing a website, okay? There's a lot of meta tags that you need in it like need to use. And I'm not talking about Facebook meta. No, it's just going in and giving like descriptors, talking about why search engines should find your site. Search engine optimization is a whole fucking thing. So I've been learning about that and figuring out how to make Google happy with what I am going after or, you know, make uh, Bing or anything else. Like I have web consoles of just going in and figuring out, Hey, this is what makes a website stand out and come to the first bit of a search page. All right. I get emails (laughs) already of people like, Hey, we see your website. Would you like some search engine optimization help? We'll charge you like $5,000 per website. And just like, 
No, I'd rather do it myself and build it up myself and do my own thing. So, but the reason all this really started was Elon Musk bought Twitter. And the writing was on the wall. Shit was about to change. And already, it has changed for the worse, I would say. You know, because let's take a step back and talk about what made Twitter great real fast. Like, if you look at the history of Twitter... All right. It wasn't the fastest growing social media platform by far. Facebook had long since commandeered and just ran that shit for years. And, you know, you still had a little bit of MySpace in that time where, you know, people still like short form content really hadn't hit yet. I wouldn't say it wasn't until like the past couple of years that Twitter became one of the main spots to get information quickly. You know, it was nice because you didn't have to read through entire paragraphs of post. You know, you were limited to, what, 120 characters, 180 characters, something like that. And having those smaller bits made it easier for more information to show up in your residual feed, your timeline. Being able to see a bunch of different, like, for examples, if your friends were retweeting some drama... That shit would come up on my timeline faster than it would on Facebook. You know, because they didn't have to comment on it. And, you know, I had to be lucky enough to find it. It just showed up because I'm following a mutual. It was great. I got to see the drama. Read through it and be like, ooh, bestie. Ooh, that's kind of <laughs> <kinda> sus. <laughs> so, no. When they came out and said, hey, we're making a for you timeline. At first, I was kind of about it. You know, I was like, you know what, if Twitter can understand what I am looking for, you know, what kind of things I like, what kind of things I, you know, gravitate towards and can fill my For You page with that, I'm fully about it. The problem was, as time started with it, now mind you, it's gotten a lot better. You know, I don't use it worth a damn because I don't care about half the shit that's on it, but as time went on, or when it first started... All I saw was the most horrible sides of Twitter show up. You know, people talking massive shit about anybody and anything just to get a reaction out of people or just to straight up bully somebody. And it's just like, bro, I don't want to see that in my day to day. I get enough of that just listening to the news as is. But the thing that really made me the most upset about Twitter's change is the way they do the verification system. Look, I'll be the first to say that, you know, some people that are verified back in the day probably shouldn't have been verified. And they were verified for reasons unbeknownst to me. But it was a way to find reputable information quickly. I ain't saying that I'm looking for how to do the Heimlich maneuver on Twitter, but if I was looking for, you know, political news during the election campaign, I wanted to see actual news, not people coming up and being like, oh, you know, this is what Brandon's up to. Oh, Donnie Boy's doing this, 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 and that. It's just like, I don't care about, I liked reading other people's opinions just because it gave me an insight into how the rest of the world thought, but I didn't like the fact that after, you know, this verification change, I can't really tell who's the people I should be reading and getting the neutral opinion from, like Politico, for example. 
You know, if somebody else comes up and claims they're from Politico and has a little check mark, I might, I might actually be there and be like, hmm, is that actually? Uh, it's just frustrating. It's very frustrating. Because Twitter, when you think back to how it's changed over the years, Twitter was the way we found, like, I, when I think about the impact of Twitter, okay, this is my go-to example. I found out that the pandemic was a thing from Twitter months before it hit the U.S. news. That's fucking wild to me, okay? I remember back in December, before, like, I think it was December 2019, um, before the pandemic hit, there was a whole bunch of, like, tweets coming up from, you know, the Chinese side of Twitter talking about, you know, what was essentially COVID-19 the start of the pandemic, and I even remember asking my sister, who's in the medical field, her opinion of it. And she, to this day, I will never let her let this go, she laughed and said, dude, why are you getting your information from Twitter? You know, it's never going to come over here. If it does, we'll take care of it. It's not a big deal. You know, so on and so forth. Now here we are, three years later, and we're dealing with long COVID and the ref- like effects of it. All of that I learned months in advance from Twitter, of all things. Blew my fucking mind. You know, I even remember talking to my old roommate about it at the time. And he kind of blew it off. I was just like, hmm, okay. Now, mind you, that probably was also because we had stopped talking at that point. And to this day, I wonder if I should just hit him up and be like, what's up, man? Hope you're doing well. (laughs) But anyway, no. So, back in the day, Twitter could get things trending. Like, people could get things trending that mattered, that the rest of the world wasn't covering. And that's what I like Twitter for, like, using Twitter for the most. Because it gave me an insight into, like... The things that the world may not have wanted me to know. And now, though, that Elon Musk has come through and bought it up and is changing it to his, you know, specifications, it's just full of shit, you know? Like, there's a great expression in programming, garbage in, garbage out. That is basically what we're dealing with. When people go out and buy Twitter Blue, just so that way... because. I'm not sure if you all know this, okay? Some of my listeners may be, you know, very used to Twitter, very knowledgeable of Twitter. If you don't know Twitter, Twitter came out a couple of months ago saying, hey, there's an official algorithm for how your tweets work. This is how it goes. And they kind of changed this a lot. So if you just tweet regularly, you have a certain multiplier, okay? Then you have a group multiplier, which based on whether or not your tweet falls into that group, like where it expects you to want to communicate with, then it will either blow up your tweet a little bit or let it stay within the group. Then if you're a Twitter blue subscriber, you get an automatic 10 times multiplier that your tweets are almost guaranteed to go out beyond your typical group feed. All right. If you're on the For You page, people might see you, you know, more often if you're a Twitter Blue subscriber. Also, if you go into threads, 
you know, like the replies underneath the tweet, you will almost always see Twitter blue subscribers before you see anybody else. And you know, as much as that could be great for somebody that's, you know, starting off as a content creator that wants to get their work out there, the thing that sucks about it is I've found Twitter blue subscribers. You know, not saying all of y'all, but I'm saying a good number of y'all have the shittiest takes known to man. Or you just put, like, the shittiest jokes. And it just, it blows my mind. As to, you know, oh man, I'm, I'm gonna be Twitter famous, here's this funny okay reply. Bloop! Yeah, that was worth $8 a month. Ah, God. It, it's infuriating. Because... When Elon Musk first bought Twitter, okay, when Elon Musk first bought Twitter, I I was kind of, you know, I'm not going to say by any means I'm a Musk fanboy. I definitely, like, any interest I had or any respect I've had for him is long since gone. Not to say that I had much to begin with in general. Like, in the beginning when I heard about the dude, I'm like, oh, you know, he's just, he's kind of funny. You know, he's got jokes. I'll buy some Tesla stock. Why not? All right. When it all started and I didn't know much about the guy, I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe this would be a good thing. God damn, was I proven wrong. <laughs> you know? Like, I have never seen such a fucking man-child in a position of power. You know, I would love... I would absolutely love to sit down and have a conversation with Elon Musk. If this episode of the podcast blows up to the point where Elon himself hears it, homie, I want to have a conversation with you. Sit down with me. Let's talk everything. Because a lot of the things that come out about Elon get hushed up by Elon Musk fanboys. And, you know, it's stupid. It's just straight up stupid. You want to talk about some of the bullshit Elon's pulled? Let's talk about how Tesla was never his baby. Let's talk about how he said, hey, if the UN can come up with a way, a feasible way to make X amount of money come out and be and help reduce world hunger, then I will fund it. Alright? I am fully convinced that Elon bought Twitter. Just because back in the days of PayPal, somebody told him that his little plan for a centralized system was stupid. And you know what? It still is. Because listen, 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 all right? When you have one massive system for everything, all right, it's called a monopoly. We have multiple laws in the Constitution as well as, we're not in the Constitution. Well, maybe. I don't. We have laws. I don't know if they're in the Constitution or not. I don't know why I said that. But we have laws that state that monopolies should not be a thing for various reasons lack of competition and realistically, you know, lack of security. Okay? I don't want to find out that X. 10 years in the future is going to be the centralized platform where I can get a job, I can look for dates, I can put my money on there, 
You know, all this stupid bullshit. It's like Facebook. Because at the end of the day, that's just more information that somebody's tracking on me. And really, I don't, I don't think anybody wants that. Why would I want a social media platform to also be my bank? You know, and I feel like the big problem with social media is some people are way too willing to speak their mind when they think they have a sense of anonymity. Yeah, that's it, anonymity. And they think that all these different platforms are protecting their data, when realistically, it couldn't be further from the truth. You know, look, and I I absolutely could be eating my own words one day. You really want to talk about the pros of what X could be? Sure. X could be more open than Twitter. You know, being upfront about how things are being sent out to people. It kind of already did that the second the algorithm was leaked. But in the same breath, okay, that could give way too much er, censorship over certain viewpoints. You know, I think about how Elon made the terms... uh, Fuck. Was it? Was it? Was it? I just lost it. I just lost it. This is embarrassing. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Uh, uh, cis. That's it. Making the term cis male a bannable term on Twitter. And anything that just so happens to offend him for whatever reason becomes banned or changed. Like soon retweets aren't going to be something that are publicly viewable. Because, you know, or likes aren't going to be publicly viewable. Because, you know, people went to Elon's likes and saw a bunch of weird shit. But in the same breath, you know, somebody calls him a cis white male. And, whoops, now cis is a bannable term. Look, the more this progresses onward, the more a true Twitter alternative needs to come up. And I'm not talking about threads. Threads came and went so quickly because threads was half-baked when it started. All right, if I can't access your app from my computer, I don't give a shit. I really don't because I don't want to be on my phone longer than anything else. And that was threads' biggest problem. They didn't have a web client. Also, in that same breath, if I had to pay to use, like, different websites that make your client better, i.e. Reddit, i.e. Twitter, or X, I'm talking TweetDeck, I'm talking, ah, fuck, I just lost what app I use on my phone. Give me one sec, I'll actually look this up, because I'm getting a little upsetty spaghetti. Uh, shit, what is it? Relay, that's it. Relay for Reddit. If it costs money for me to be able to use a better version of your sites that are still feeding back to you and making you money, that's stupid as hell. TweetDeck, when it was bought by Twitter, everybody kind of thought, oh, this is either going to be great or it's going to suck. And for a while, it actually worked better than when it was a standalone app. But now... TweetDeck say or TweetDeck, you can't get on TweetDeck if you're not a Twitter Blues subscriber. So for people that have multiple, you know, multiple accounts, well, you're just kind of fucked. You're gonna have to keep jumping between them. Also, hey, 
we're going to do this weird refresh thing that makes it hard to find where you were on your timeline. Dude, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. There are times where I see, like, tweets on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I see art, or I see something that catches my eye, and I want to read about it, and then I go to tab it, and then, bloop, oh, uh, hey, here's a stupid tweet. Not related to what you wanted to see, and then you have to scroll and find it, because you go back, and it refreshes your homepage, and just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, I think at the end of the day, they just want to shove more tweets, more ads, more specifically, into your giblets. So that way you can, you know, or so that way you can generate money for them. Also, speaking of generating money, okay, when Twitter came out and said, hey, we're going to make it easier for content creators to make money on the platform. A lot of people thought that was really cool. But guess what? You have to be a Twitter Blue subscriber or get a crazy amount of interactions on your tweets, like $3 million per month, to get any of that cash back. So now you see a bunch of Twitter Blue accounts tweeting the stupidest fucking bait tweets. And the worst part is, is that it works. You know, like, somebody comes out and says, Hey, uh, what... You're building a team of anime characters. You have $25. Everybody else is trying to kill you. What are you going to do? Or, man, here's the ugliest YouTubers ever known. And then you just talk shit about... Like, it just invites people to talk shit about other people's, like, favorite YouTubers, favorite personalities, favorite artists. You know? And it's stupid. Why shouldn't we be rewarding people... For just talking shit. Shit that they probably don't even mean. They're just trying to get the bag. But you know what? If that's what you want to do to get your money, by all means, pop off. I would love to see what some people get as a check. When they just openly talk shit about people. You know? I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And you know, you can call me a hypocrite and be like, well, you're just talking shit about Elon Musk and X, you you stinky podcaster. And just like, look, I'm just being upfront with y'all. I said this from the get-go. This is an opinion piece from the beginning, okay? But as somebody that's been on the platform for over 10 years, okay, and has just watched how far it has fallen in the past couple of months and how quickly everybody jumped to threads thinking it would be a decent Twitter competitor. And, like, that's the thing is if you really want a good Twitter competitor, don't go out there and be like, hey, here's this decentralized version of Twitter that you have to join individual, like, servers of sorts to, you know, interact with people. No, that's stupid. The key thing of Twitter was if I tweeted something, it had the possibility to get out across the entire Twitterverse. I ain't saying that I want The Rock Johnson to see when I tweet about Tamamo titties, but at the same time, (laughs) it'd be cool to know that Dwayne The Rock Johnson was just like, ah, (laughs) that's that's a funny tweet, (laughs) you know? Ah, shit. And just, as time continues to go on, like, look, just talking, okay? Talking about tweets that, you know go a bit further than it 
really should. Like just talking about the API changes that Twitter has made so that all the apps are basically dead. You know, you... But then, like, I'm I'm really stuck in my own brain here because I'm just getting annoyed. All right? Because the thing that annoys me the most is Twitter is trying to make as much money as they can from this, that, and the other. But they can't afford to pay their own bills. And, like, honestly, I would not be surprised if Twitter goes under. Okay? Like, you... You end up sitting here and you're like, oh yeah, by the way, content creators, we're going to pay you a shit ton of money. Like, they've said that the first round of content creator payouts will be about $5 million from, and you know, it's cumulative from the month of February onward. But, you know, it doesn't make any sense why certain account like or why you know they're paying all this money to get people to come on the platform and tweet 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 but they can't even afford to pay their legal bills you know we had the rate limit change because they didn't pay google cloud services to you know support their servers that's why we had like that and instead of just owning up for it they said okay well new accounts you can only see like a hundred tweets a day unverified accounts you can only see like 300 tweets a day twitter blue subscribers you get 1200 tweets woo it's like look if you're scrolling twitter that long that you see 1200 tweets and you're running into that shit like that's a you problem you need to get off of twitter like straight out but it just <sighs> meanwhile 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 I'm still getting bombarded with bullshit bot DMs. Now, am I thankful that they come through and they say, you know, these are DM requests or whatever? You have, like, this many DM requests? Sure, that's great. But despite all these... Like, despite the fact that they killed off a bunch of the accounts that made Twitter fun. I'm talking about, you know, the automated accounts that posted, you know, Toho memes... The ones that posted wholesome memes. The ones that, you know, tweeted about Pepito. Actually, I think Pepito isn't a bot account. There's a couple of others. Like, hourly pets, hourly, you know... Hourly anything really got bit the bullet. There was a Miku one that I remember got shut down. There was, you know, the Grand Blue Fantasy, the Raid Finder tweets. That one got shut down. Like, it just... Despite all of that, all these cool bots that made Twitter cooler and funner to use, well, you know, here's all these other bots showing up in my DMs like, hey, are you looking for a job? Hit me up on Telegram. You know, it just, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. Because I, to this day, Twitter's still my homepage. And the thing that finally just, you know, was the one straw that broke the camel's back was the fact that the app changed on my phone you know when i saw the big x on my screen instead of the twitter burn dude i i uninstalled i was done the only reason i am still using twitter now because i've 
kind of gotten to the point where I don't want to tweet about things. I think it's stupid. And, like, a good chunk of the people that are on Twitter now are like, Oh, all these people are complaining about Twitter, but you keep coming back. Just leave Twitter. We don't want you here. That's the problem. That's the biggest problem of them all. Is Twitter is becoming a whole polarized mess. Where people that just want to feed into whatever Elon Musk wants to do, or whatever bullshit, you know, going around. Like, I can't tell you how much, you know, Republican Republican pride I've seen on Twitter. Anything, anytime a Democrat does something bad, I see a bunch of Republican shit just blowing up all over my feed. Anytime... A Republican does something bad. Oh, you know, it's anyone else's fault but the Republicans. You know, when good old, uh, what is his name? What is his name? Fuck. I'm for- I'm forgetting so many names right now. I'm sorry. I got way too heated and I just lost my trade of thought. Uh, Richard? Richard McConnell? No. Is that it? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just do a little, we're gonna do a quiet, quiet, quiet little search. Uh, Richard McConnell? McCormick? No. Uh, uh, Republican froze. Mitch McConnell, that's it. When Mitch McConnell froze, you know what I saw? Is like the top multiple things that have come up. It's just like, Oh, it's the vaccine. It's this. It's that. It's not the fact that the fucker's old. No, it's Mitch McConnell got the vaccine. That was the problem. I didn't get the poke and I've been sick 20 times. It just, it blows my mind. It shows me a side of the population that I don't want to see. I liked having good Twitter debates. You know, like... I enjoyed the fact that people could go on and have civil debates about, you know, anything. And now it's just becoming more of an echo chamber to the bullshit that is. You end up, and just ends up, like, feeding into that social media, you know, exhaustion, that social media depression... That you can't block out the bullshit. And that's why, here's my official bit. As I continue down Phantasma Plumes as a content creator, you know, whether that be Plumescast, whether that be Twitch, whether that be any, or, uh, you know, TikTok, anything else like that, I'm not, I'm not gonna be tweeting. I don't care anymore. Like, Twitter, there's no value to it. And I think a lot of people are seeing that now because a bunch of investors are dropping out like flies. You know, when the Bud Light stuff went out, all I saw was go woke, or get woke, get broke. And just, you know, like, there was this great thing. There was a tweet, not too, too long ago, that somebody was swapping, I think it was from Keemstar. He showed this video of somebody replacing the tap of beer from Bud Light to something else, to Miller Light or something. All they did was they unscrewed the top, and it was just like, yeah, we're not serving Bud Light anymore. Ha ha ha. You didn't show the barrel, dude. That's all performative shit. It's so fucking stupid. And that's all Twitter will be going forward. It's just a bunch of bait tweets, 
of people trying to make money off the pro- platform, which if it works, all all good to you, man. You know, the first people that went on to Bitcoin and made a shit ton of money, it's going to be like that. They're going to be people that come out on the platform, that say a bunch of stupid shit, that copy a bunch of shit, that, you know, and eventually just becomes an echo chamber of the same shit again and again and again. And that's why I want to, and like, again, too, you know, I think Elon has way too much power over Twitter. I think if anything irks him the wrong way, you're bound to see a feature removed. I wouldn't be surprised if after this podcast goes up, if somehow, some way it gets blown up, if the algorithm over at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that fun stuff, just takes off with this episode. All right, and this is the episode that gets Plume's cast put on the map for some people. Dude, I will not be surprised if I get banned on Twitter for talking shit. You know, again, I would love to have a civil conversation with Elon Musk. I would love to have some, like, just with anybody that's worked with Elon. If you want to get in contact with me, I put my, you know, podcast email at the end of all these podcast episodes, of which you're about to hear, because we're coming up on the end of this episode, but, because I gotta get to cook him, but, all that to say, you know, I would love to have a civil conversation and talk about what you think the pros and cons are of X, and what social media platforms you're thinking about moving to. For me, it's Tumblr. You know why? Because I can customize that shit. As I'm learning my HTML to build my own website, I can play around with Tumblr and buy a domain just right there. Also, I might give them the $8 to get the rainbow, you know, check marks because I think it's funny. (sighs) Look, man, all I'm saying is, is social media at its core needs to allow for conversation to flow. If all of a sudden certain viewpoints are taken out, you know, mind you, mind you, I'm not advocating for, you know, no censorship whatsoever. There's some vile things that should never be talked about on social media. You know, like, that's why there are rules and codes of conduct. But if it's just civil conversation, then it should continue to flow free. And Twitter was the place for that for a long while. And then a steady decay happened. And it's still continuing to go down. You know what? I might end up eating my words. Like I said, in a couple of years, X might be the best social media platform on the market. That's why I'm not deleting my account because I don't want to give up my handle. But, you know, it might be the greatest social media platform that anyone's ever seen. It'll do, it'll fix the wrongs that Facebook tried to do with their banking system and all that fun shit because, hey, here's Twitter coins. Or maybe they'll use Doge and everybody who, you know, clamors to Dogecoin who lost off in that pump and dump, you know, will be like, oh, yeah, it's great. I can finally use my Dogecoin for something. <sighs> God, I'm not hopeful. I'm not, and you know, if you asked me, if you said, Seth, I want you to design a social media website, dude, I couldn't tell you how I'd do it, because, be up front with you, it'd probably be way too close to Twitter, and I'd probably end up getting sued. But if I could design a website 
All right, if I could design my own social media page, this is what I'd want it to do, first and foremost. I'd want a way so that way everybody's, you know, for you page, whatever you want to call it, there's an option for that. An everyone group. So you can see a bit of the entire world. You can limit it to languages, sure, but I think being able to facilitate conversations across the globe in a way that's fresh that flows freely. I'm about that. Limit it, actually. Limit it so that way you can only have a hundred characters on that starting post. And then, you know, underneath it, in the threads, allow for more characters. Then I want it so that way there's a follower's side. So that way you can follow other people, other content creators, other artists, whatever that may be. All right? You have a follower's side. Then you have a group side. Take a little bit from every decentralized, you know, conversation. And if a tag happens to match a group that you're, like, wanting to talk about, let's say Toho, then, you know, it'll show up in the Toho group. It's not somebody that goes out and makes a group or anything like that. It's just something that is generated automatically if somebody makes, you know, a hashtag or starts a hashtag and it all flows into another one, you know, or it's gets enough momentum, like a hundred thousand tweets, and then all of a sudden, boom, here's a group. So then, you know, you can go from the macro level of let's just say Twitch streamers to you know variety streamers to you know small streamers to phantasma plumes. So you can make it as macro or as micro as you want. Last but not least. There needs to be a automatic, you know, an automatic verification of sorts, okay? In that, I mean, I don't want any bots to be able to DM or to be able to directly message me unless they meet certain criteria. That criteria being the count has to be active of, you know, 90 days, has to be active to 90 days, and... Or you need to be, that person that you're trying to DM follows you back within the 90 days. Otherwise, you can't send a DM. Don't put a message that's like, oh, you're not following this person, so they may not see it. That's stupid. You should just not be able to DM them. You know, you can tag them and be like, hey, I'd like to have a conversation with you. Can you, like, do a follower or like a, you know, DM saying, hey... This is a verification thing. Like, I want to send you a DM. Allow that person to come through and say yes or no. Similar to how Twitter has done it. But instead of, you know, allowing people to be grouped by, like, hundreds and creating this massive group that the bots have done, you can only do it to one person, okay? And if you do it more than five times a day or three times or even once, then your account gets flagged and you can't send DMs. Simple as that. There's a way, and like, mind you, I'm not, you know, privy enough to the way of how social media works and how algorithms work. Look, I'm not a search engine optimization expert yet. But what I can tell you is there are ways to fix what's wrong, okay? And at the end of the day, too, they're absolutely, I'm not going to allow any sponsor to come in and be like, hey, you know, we want to... Cancel off all these mentions of this, this, and that. But we'll give you this amount of money. Like, I don't know. I want somebody that's ethically sourced 
to come through and say, hey, you know, this person wants to, you know, create ad content for us. And this is how much money they're willing to give us. They're not going to censor anything. They're going to go towards this group. Like, these are the groups they want to be a part of. So, say, for example, you want to be in the politics group. You want to follow the Republicans subgroup. You want to go for, you know, specifically things about the U.S. Treasury. You can appeal to that group. You pay that a much. You pay whatever much money you want to pay for this many impressions, so on and so forth. But if I'm in the government Democrats group, I don't see it. I'm not going to censor people on that. Because that's just whoever has the most money at the point at that point is going to have their voice heard and that's not the way social media should work just like how society everybody should have the opportunity to speak their mind like i do on this podcast like you can if you go out and make your own podcast like you can on reddit like you can on any other like you could go buy a billboard and put something on it and show the world what you're thinking the option and the ability to be seen by the world should be, at its heart, the key goal of social media. Just like how ideas can be global. Whew! Damn, that was a whole ass rant. I, you know, I almost, I could keep going, but I do kind of got to stop it off here. Just because I do have other things I got to run off and do. But, seriously, this was I had a I really enjoyed having this opinion piece with you. If you guys want me to do more opinion stuff in the future, by all means, let me know. Ask questions. Come to the Discord. You know, let's have conversations. At the end of this, there's going to be a little survey down at the bottom of you know Spotify that says, "Hey, what do you think about Twitter X? Your Twitter slash X. What would you change? What do you like?" And yeah, send feedback, dude. I want to know what y'all think. I want to know, you know, what makes you excited about Twitter or social medias in general. All the new ones that come out. And what makes you afraid? Or are you just going to stop using social medias because it's no longer about the individual user. It's just trying to make money. Which again, you know, people are going to get their bag whatever way they're going to try and do. You just kind of got to decide what you're feeding into it, you know? But anyway, remember, you can find me in the night skies across different platforms. You've got Phantasma Plumes on Twitch, regrettably Twitter, and YouTube. You can listen to Plumescast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and YouTube as pods. And you can find or you can email the show directly by sending it to plumescast at gmail.com. That email again is plumescast, P-L-U-M-E-S-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or if the podcast isn't enough plumes for you, find more topics such as technology and book reviews over at phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. That URL, one more time, phantasmagoriaofplumes.blogspot.com. Guys, thank you all so much for listening in, and as always, I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, you know, go post on social media. Talk about Plumescast to your friends. I'll be right here reading every single one, probably, probably not. Anyway, bye bye